Hi, my name is Chris Daly, and you are entering the Active Cyber Zone. Here you will meet some innovative technology researchers and startups, learn about new cyber defenses, and listen to government leaders and industry movers on cybersecurity, risk management, and emerging technology topics that are relevant to today's digital world. You can find all this and more at www.activecyber.net on the web or your favorite podcast provider. Hi, everyone. This is Chris Daly, and you're in the Active Cyber Zone. And today I'm joined by the two CEOs of two different companies. Uh, Curtis Minder of GroupSense and Ritesh Agarwal of Airgap. And I'm really pl uh, pleased to have you both on. You guys had a recent announcement last week, I believe, where you guys are uh, coming out with a joint offering. So I'm really interested to learn more about what that's all about. But first, let's talk about who you guys are and a little bit about your company. So Curtis, give us some background on yourself and a little bit more on GroupSense. Sure. Thanks for having me, Chris. <clears throat> My name is Curtis Minder. I'm the CEO of GroupSense. As Chris mentioned, I have been in the cyberspace long before there was a career associated with it, 20 plus years. Uh, Chris, I was also a practitioner for many years. I've done anything from operations, pen testing, uh, to uh, solutions architecture, business development. Uh, and then about eight years ago, I founded GroupSense. Uh, which is a digital risk protection company. Uh, effectively, what that means is uh, we're using intelligence methods to determine indicators of attack uh, or indicators of compromise, primarily focused outside the customer environment. So this is basically customers' data ending up places that it should not be, uh, whether that's a bad guy monetizing it on the dark web or uh, people uh, dumping data on, on some of the nefarious Russian forums, things like that and notifying uh, the, the client of those things and then helping them with the cleanup. Um, and uh, I'll just add on because it's germane to the conversation, about a year and a half ago, we began offering ransomware negotiation services uh, because we've been working with the threat actors underground uh, for, for eight years. We, we have a, a, a pretty good experience with talking directly to bad guys. Um, and so we applied that to this problem and we've become one of the top and, and most well-known uh, ransomware negotiation firms over the last year and a half. Wow, that's fantastic. That's great. Well, you have to let me know if my company's name is out there somewhere. <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> so, Ritesh, your turn. Absolutely. Um, thank you uh, for having us, Chris. Um, my name is Ritesh Agrawal. I'm the CEO and co-founder of AirGap Network. Started the company about two plus years ago. Um, after doing a long stint at Juniper Networks, which was my previous employer, <clears throat> I had various roles there. Started as an engineer, led some of the biggest and the, the most successful products in the industry, including running security business uh, portfolio, about $400 million give and take in revenue, um, especially focusing on large data centers and service providers. This is where I understood that there are some fundamental flaws in the infrastructure that are not being addressed by anybody in the market. It's just, uh, this is the reason we are seeing so much proliferation of cyber threats, essentially. Figured out uh, a very, very innovative solution that was inspired by some technology that we carry in our pockets. Um, 
and build a company around it. And it's been extremely successful since then. What we do and we focus on is preventing ransomware attacks from happening to begin with. And I know there are plenty of solutions out there that claim to protect against ransomware breaches or propagation. Clearly, they're not helping. Otherwise, we would not be in a mess. And I'd be happy to work with and talk to anybody and everybody as passionate as I am about why some of there are gaps that are not being filled yet. All the solutions that you see in the market in terms of category are necessary, but not sufficient. You complement that with air gap and you really have got yourself a true zero trust solution that would ensure uh, that the ransomware threat doesn't propagate inside the organization. And, and then of course, a ransomware kill switch is a very handy switch that uh, can be very effective if you are impacted with ransomware. It's a fully automated solution that would instantly stop the propagation of ransomware without bringing the business down or without, without shutting down the network. So super excited about where we are going, solving one of the biggest problems the industry is facing at the moment. Ransomware is here to stay and, and definitely going to grow. Well, it sounds like you definitely caught the wave uh, of ransomware here. So yeah, uh, it looks like you're on a, on, on a good place to go as far as your company is concerned um, and, and out there to help a lot of people, which is uh, really needed. Um, there's a, there's been, so let's talk a little bit about the announcement that you guys made last week, this joint offering. Um, it looks really interesting. So uh, the ransomware readiness response service, it's a subscription service, I understand, for uh, your, your joint offering. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Sritesh, why don't you go ahead and start a little bit on that? Absolutely. We are very excited about the partnership and the prospects, especially um, for our customers, essentially. Look, ransomware is a problem that has at least two angles. One is the people angle, uh, and the other one is a technology angle. And I think coupled with uh, GroupSense and AirGap, we bring both, both of the sides of the house for the, for the customer. And we have technology options, so does GroupSense. And then more importantly, I'm excited about GroupSense's ability to work with uh, so-called bad guys and negotiate the deal for our customers, which, is, which can be a very daunting and stressful task for somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. Uh, so I would let it uh, in the hands of pros like GroupSense to answer that, uh, that challenge. We would ensure that you never get impacted with ransomware to begin with. We would ensure that if you get impacted, that the damage is very, very limited for, for the customers. And we would ensure that you have a proper incident response. And then GroupSense will complement us and ensure that in case if you get breached because somebody made a human error, or somebody uh, didn't deploy air gap correctly, uh, mistakes happen, obviously, then GroupSense will come in and, and basically make sure that you are sort of controlled in terms of the damages that you may face. So thank you. I was, I was looking a little bit at the uh, announcement and um, I noticed that there's like three elements to, to the joint offering. One is the, uh, the network segmentation piece, the, which is uh, the air gap portion of that offering, I believe. Uh, another one is the response piece. And I guess that's primarily group sense, but it I, uh, might, might be a little bit of air gap in there as well, I assume too. And, uh, and the last is uh, the settlement and, and pay piece. So. Curtis, tell us some more about the GroupSense portion of this subscription offering. Yeah, I think well, I think you, you nailed it, except for one piece, which is there's a preparedness component. So what happened uh, with us over the last year and a half is, um, you know, we, we've done case after case after case. We have learned a lot of lessons from 
uh, from those cases. And, and both on the business and technology side, we've seen, so on the technology side, we've seen these, these attacks boil down to a handful of largely preventable things uh, that could have been done on the technology side. Um, so that's, that's part of the knowledge we bring to the table. And on the business side, we've seen um, organizations, very mature organizations, sort of fall flat on their face when it comes to the response process. Uh, even if uh, they have an incident response plan uh, in place or a business continuity plan in place, those things often aren't addressing items that are very specific to the ransomware uh, scenario. And so we built out a program to help companies help, help companies with the business side of that. Let's get you prepared. Let's build, let's build a playbook, uh, a ransomware playbook, okay. um, and, uh, and, and integrate that with your existing plans if they exist. Um, and then let's talk about those technology items uh, and, and brief uh, the, the executive teams of, of the customers on prioritizing those items and knocking them out, it, it effectively reducing your, your attack surface uh, significantly as part of the process. And then, of course, on the back end, if you know, uh, un, the unfortunate does happen where, where you get hit, um, we're, we're there to help be the liaison between the victim company and the threat actors uh, and we will also help with the somewhat daunting and changing, ever-changing process of making the transaction, uh, the crypto transaction, uh, to the threat actors as well. So, give me a little bit of the backstory about how you guys got together to provide this joint offering. How did you guys get set up to do this initially? You want to go first, Ritesh, or you want me to take it? Go ahead. <laughs> okay, thank you, Carson. Yeah, well, I mean, so I, I think it was sort of one of these uh, organic, uh, the, the industry um, sort of drew, drew us together where, you know, uh, we're looking for solutions to help uh, the companies that have been impacted uh, to make sure it doesn't happen again. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I was actively seeking partnerships uh, in the ransomware prevention and uh, recovery space and, uh, you know, heard Airgap's story. Uh, got to know Ritesh and, and Cynthia, and uh, and then we we sort of built this. This is one of the first you know collaborations, formal collaborations we've done. But we've been brainstorming for for some time on how we can continue to 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 add value uh, as a force multiplier as 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 a, as a partnership. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Ritesh. I second that. Actually, um, we were looking. We had customers that were asking about uh, how they can bring the human element to this one. Um, Technology is just piece of it. And we were seeking partnership as, as well. So like Curtis mentioned, uh, this was just meeting made made in heaven potentially. So it's like, okay, we, we, we were bound to be together. We were meant to be together. And we decided that this is this makes sense. And I've already done this by a couple of customers uh, even before the press release goes out. And uh, I'm seeing a lot of excitement. It's like, yeah, this makes sense totally. Well, one thing that struck me about what you both offer is provide is, is really kind of a human touch element to it as well, where you, you, you have humans involved in the process of, you know, delivering risk assessments and, uh, or delivering your technology. Okay. So there seems to be uh, none of this, you know, throw it over the wall, let the customer catch it and try to do stuff with it. Right. You know, you guys are deeply involved in, uh, with your customers in, in developing the solution and, and working through the operational aspects of it as well. So to me, that's uh, that's fairly unique in this business right now uh, from what I've seen as a solutions architect and as a practitioner uh, as well. So so give me a little bit farther, deep dive a little bit deeper for me, Ritesh, on the ransomware kill switch. What's that all about? How do you guys 
you know, confined somewhere, uh, you know, what do you do about that? Yeah, so there are a couple of aspects of ransomware kill switch. And this is, again, a genesis of all my experiences uh, over a decade talking to multiple customers and, and trying to fulfill the demands of the customer. And one of the key demands was sort of related to ransomware kill switch, which I will describe in a, in a second. So there are two parts of ransomware kill switch. One is, do we have appropriate policy controls in place that will stop threat movement laterally inside the organization? And when I say laterally, I mean, let's imagine a potentially infected device that gets into your environment, or you have a supply chain attack and your printer's firmware got compromised because you hit an upgrade button and the head end of the printer company was compromised and now you downloaded that. And I'm not making up things because we saw that with solar events, we saw that with Kaseya. So this is totally, totally plausible as we go forward. You have light bulbs and you have thermostats and some of these firmwares are gonna get compromised eventually. And when they do, you got threat inside the network. And this threat is gonna to propagate to other devices potentially because they're in part of the same network. And this threat as an attacker is gonna try and get into your business applications because you have those devices have, uh, which have access to business applications. And you go into the data center and then just have a free roaming license essentially. Our goal is to make sure that the lateral propagation does not happen. That one infected device doesn't have the opportunity to infect other devices or applications. And we've built a very credible solution that actually allows you to do so. However, the ransomware kill switch is a nice layer on top of it, which says that all the policies that you write to say, okay, Chris can talk to my finance application and Curtis can talk to my printer for that matter, these policies should not be static policy. This is what the mistake firewall companies have made, including myself, when I built those uh, in my previous life, where you have one set of policy rules. That is true for the entire organization. What you need is different set of policy rules that react to different threat levels in, inside the organization. So for example, if you everything is going fine, you may have certain set of policies. Chris can talk to finance, Curtis can print, Ritesh can, uh, can connect with whatever our software that we have internally. But if we are under ransomware attack, if the threat level inside the organization has been escalated from, let's say, green level to, to, to another yellow or, or DEFCON level, a higher DEFCON level, then you may want to stop all unnecessary um, communication, non-essential communication. What's the point of having printer allowed? What's the point of uh, allowing travel booking uh, portal? What's the point of allowing parking spot finder? Stuff like that. Because right now you want to go into a mode where the least amount of applications are possibly getting impacted. And so if, if the threat level is even higher inside the organization, you may want to stop access to your storage system, to your backup system, to your Active Directory, to your SaaS applications like Dropbox, et cetera. So this escalating level of policy control guided by different policy sets that you decide and design a priori ahead of time during your tabletop exercises. Guys, if we had ransomware level four, this is the things that we want to do. If it's level three, this, these are the things we want to do. And you have decided ahead of time, you have implemented those policies. And now, God forbid, you get into that kind of situation, you can automate the response. Mm -hmm. So let's say your, your EDR solution like CrowdStrike, for example, comes up and says you have higher risk inside the environment where somebody downloaded a malware. If you follow the traditional process of that thread getting going into the SIM engine, from SIM engine going to a security operations center, from there going, a pair of eyes looking at it and making sense out of it, 
then from there incident response team and going for identifying that endpoint that probably is raising an alert and taking an action this loop could take hours if not days and ransomware is not going to wait for hours or days <laughs> you know one thing about ransomware it likes to propagate and propagate quickly and so if you're going to rely on the traditional method of sock operation team reacting to it then it'll be too late i'm sorry air gap can be fully automated so the moment that device downloaded that piece of malware you want to inject the policy and say we're going to escalate our level to yellow or maybe orange or maybe red that's what ransomware kill switch is all about it's immediate incident response without human intervention without actually bringing down the house just a surgical precision of shutting down certain access that could participate in ransomware propagation very interesting very i like that, that approach very much um, in a way it, it reminds me a little bit of um software-defined perimeter type of technology. Do you guys, do you fall into that kind of category of, 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 of technology as well? Software-defined perimeter, um, unfortunately, had a short lifespan. Um, I think we are moving into zero trust network access world. Yes, where, okay. Which is where we are. We are doing zero trust network access for your devices, uh, for your users, um, whether they're on-prem or they're off-prem. One of the unique thing about AirGaps network access or zero trust solution is we are agentless and we work for even IOTs. Nobody's built a solution so far that work for your TVs and cameras and thermostats. And by the way, they are bigger attack vector because they are black boxes. You can't even deploy EDR solution or endpoint protection software to protect them. So if you are a hospital with an MRI machine, which is pretty much a black box, who knows what operating system it's running, what vulnerability it has. Other than attackers, I guess nobody else knows. <laughs> and they may exploit that, and uh, an air gap will uh, assure protection against that kind of exploit. So, Curtis, how is your threat intelligence offering also integrated into this joint solution uh, with air gap? Well, on on the front end, we're like I said, we're looking for indicators of attack. Um, that uh, sometimes that's as simple as a conversation where a threat actor is talking about a target. Um, and in many cases, or, or more often, it is uh, data sets that, that are later used against the customer in an attack. For example, um, there's a concept called the initial access brokers. The initial access brokers are people who are broken into the network, uh, but they haven't really done anything other than gotten access. They then sell that access to the ransomware operators. Um, those indicators can be used uh, you know, on, on the air gap tech side to set those thresholds. Of, of risk um, on the on the back end, obviously we're we're you know when I say the back end post attack, um, we're we're acting as a as a as a consultancy and liaison to to recover, um, and part of that is is effectively a business discussion about whether um, you know if 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 air gap is already in place, hopefully that has been contained, uh, and you know there's there's very little impact to the business. This gives us lots of leverage over the threat actors. Um, and we can use that leverage to, to decide whether or not to pay ransom at all. Um, and, and, you know, our job as intelligence operators is, is to give the, the impacted uh, customer enough information for them to make an informed business decision about what the next step is, whether that's a ransom payment or not. And then if they choose to go forward, we will, we will actually help with the negotiation and settlement on the back end. Sounds, sounds fabulous. It sounds like you guys really are a match made in heaven here. So, so I only have a couple minutes left. So tell me, where can we find out more about this offering? 
and, uh, and and any last comments from either one. So Ritesh, why don't you go first? Absolutely. First of all, uh, welcome anybody to to touch base with us and just have a conversation. We will provide guidance in terms of what are the ransomware challenges that they may be facing and how other technologies, including AirGap, can help them. And of course, uh, recommend GroupSense uh, when it comes to ransomware protection as well. We can be reached at airgap.io on the website uh, or info at airgap.io. Shoot me an email. I'll be happy to respond to that. We are also at Black Hat this week. So please meet us at... Uh, at IC or Innovation City Center 34. Um, so you can find us there. In terms of the joint press release and joint announcement, we both have our websites with the links to details about our partnership. You can buy a combined product from either AirGap or from GroupSense, and we, we welcome either of the opportunity for the customers. And we, uh, we would love to get on a call with customers, potentially a three-way conversation and explain them how we can help them uh, protect themselves, better protect themselves against ransomware menace. Thank you, Ritesh. Kurs, any last words to yourself? Yeah, I mean, Ritesh pretty much covered uh, covered it as far as where you can find the information. Um, you know, as Ritesh uh, mentioned, happy to have a conversation. I've been briefing uh, corporate boards uh, on a pretty fre frequent cadence. Advice is free. Uh, if you're building out a ransomware program, response program, or just want to hear some anecdotes about how these things have played out. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy to have those conversations. I'm also a black hat. Uh, we don't have a booth, um, but uh, I'm present. So if you, uh, if you go to our website or, or send me an email at Curtis at groupsense.io, I'm happy to meet up. One other question for you too, Curtis, I, I thought I'd ask, I think I mentioned to you before we got on was, um, you're part of settling these, these cases. Um, Congress is talking about banning payments altogether for ransomware. What, what's your quick thumbnail ske uh, sketch on on that on that possibility? Look, yeah. I so I, I think. Oh, you, Ritesh, do you want to go? Oh, sorry. I, I thought it was for me. There was a little no. bit of a break. So let me. Yeah, go. Uh, no. So uh, you know, I, I I understand the the motivation behind that uh, because obviously if we don't pay ransoms it demotivates the threat actors from, from propagating the attacks. However, at the moment, most companies really only have two options, right? They have a go out of business, <laughs> or if you're a critical infrastructure or healthcare, maybe people die or pay a ransom. Um, and I, so in my mind, that's a very short-sighted policy. Uh, and I will be talking with these folks. I'm, I'm on the DEF CON main stage on Friday with some of the leadership uh, that, that are talking about this. Um, and I'll be talking very frankly about and representing the victims um, to those folks in the DEFCON main stage. Um, Sounds great. I'd love to, love yeah, to be yeah. here. But I really, I really just think that we need a third option, uh, which would be something that the government uh, does more than just, uh, you know, uh, passing legislation to, to block uh, payments, but also maybe subsidizing uh, prevention and um, in a recovery program. Sounds great. Sounds great. Ritesh, you want to add anything to that too? I totally agree with Curtis. I think it's it's not the right approach. It's only going to make the the bad guys more uh, release more potent attacks. It's going to create more damage for the industry and and potentially lives will be at stake. Um, I I think there needs to be a better option. This is not just uh, I, I I don't I don't agree with the banning of ransomware approach. To be honest with you. Well, listen, we're about to end up, but I just want to mention. Uh, Maybe six months from now, we can do a repeat and see how your offering is faring and see if there's new offerings out there as well. And uh, I look forward to further discussions and hearing all about what you guys are doing at Black Hat and at DEF CON. So thank you. Thank you both for joining Active Cyber Zone today. 
and look forward to you know, seeing you guys again in the future. Thank you, Chris. Thank, Thank you. Chris. Thanks for having us. <clears throat>